speaking to God's people. He said, so Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed him, if you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine. And you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never yet been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? And Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is the slave of sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son does remain forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. I speak the things which I have seen with my father. Therefore, you also do the things which you heard from your father. Let me pray. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I just come before you today in the name of Jesus, and I thank you, Lord, for this gathering tonight. I thank you for every man and woman that's here tonight, God, and I thank you, Lord, that your anointing is with us. And I thank you, Father God, that people tonight will walk away here liberated, they'll be, walk away set free. Father, you are worthy, my King. You're worthy to be praised and worshipped and glorified and worthy for us to live our lives for you. But Father, I just ask you, Lord, to come and have your way tonight. Forgive us for all of our sins. Just wash us, cleanse us, and cover us in your son's precious blood. In Jesus' name, amen. How many of y'all know God is good, amen? Can I get a water up here from y'all tonight? I, just a regular water is fine. And I'm going to jump over here test, praise God. But what I want to talk to you about tonight, saints is my topic is free indeed. Somebody say free indeed. free indeed. And we're getting ready to celebrate the 4th of July. We're getting ready to celebrate Independence Day. Can you adjust this mic just slightly? There's a little loud in the monitors, a little bit of feedback. But when we celebrate the 4th of July, it's a day when Americans should take a moment and stop to think about your freedom or our freedom and because we are americans we have any americans in here praise the lord but because we are americans we possess certain rights and liberties that citizens of other nations do not enjoy we have some rights, we have some liberties, we have some freedoms in this country that other nations don't get or have the opportunity to experience or to enjoy. Can I get an amen? And because we are Americans, we can assemble in this very place on this very day. Worshiping this very God. Can I get an amen? And because we are Americans, we are free to believe in any God that we choose 
or in no God if we choose because we are Americans, amen, and as Americans we have the right to speak our mind on any issue that we choose. We have something called the freedom of speech, amen. We have many different freedoms. We have the freedom to bear arms, praise the Lord, amen. We have all these freedoms because we are Americans. We have the right to carry a Bible. We have the right to pray in the name of Jesus Christ. We have the right to serve God in this world today because we are Americans. And thank God for the rights that we enjoy as Americans. But did you know this, saints? Did you know that it's possible to be an American and still not be free? Let me repeat that again. Did you know that it's possible to be an American and still not be free? And did you know that it's possible for a person to enjoy all the rights guaranteed to the citizens of this nation and for that person to still not be free. God is good, amen? And what it looks like is this, saints. Americans might be free socially, but they're bound spiritually. And as we look at these verses, in these verses, Jesus is speaking to a group of people that thought that they were free. They thought that they were free because of who they were. He was speaking to the Jewish people, God's chosen people. They were descendants of Abraham's. And they thought they were free. But in reality, they were really in bondage. So I want to talk to you a little bit tonight about being free indeed. See, they believed that because they were the sons of Abraham, that they enjoyed spiritual freedom. But in verse 33, Jesus lets them know that because they are sinners, they are slaves to sin. Let me look at those verses real quick, and if you'd go there with me. Verse 31 says, So Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed him, If you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine. And you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. And they answered him, We are Abraham's descendants, and have never yet been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus lets them know that you're not free because you're Abraham's descendants, amen. Because you're still dealing with an issue of sin. In other words, he says... They're slaves to sin. You're a slave to sin. Amen. But there's one that can set you free. And Jesus also wants the audience listening today, this very day, in this very place as well. Amen. To know that he has the power 
to make men truly free. He has the power to set them free. Amen. See, it wasn't religion that was going to set them free. It wasn't even being descendants of Abraham that was going to set them free. It wasn't even just coming to the house of God that was going to make them mean that they were free. Not everybody that comes to church is free. There's a lot of people that come to church and they're still bound up. Amen. They're still stuck and enslaved by something. There's still a secret sin in their life that's keeping them stuck to where they're still slaves, to where they're not walking in the freedom. But Jesus says, amen, I'm here today and I can make you free, says the Lord. Just because you say you're a Christian doesn't mean you're free. But if you're a Christian, you have access to be free. Somebody say God is good. And how many of y'all know these Jews, they got mad. They got upset. Jesus had a way of upsetting them. You know, the truth is going to do one of two things to you. It's either going to begin to enlighten you and bring you freedom or it's going to, excuse my language, it's going to piss you off real good. It's going to make you mad. What happens when the truth comes your way? Does it make you real upset or does it free you? Somebody say God is good. And he tells them in verse 35, he says this, look, put, put it on the board. Well, I'll read that too. Go back to 34, I'll read it, I'm sorry. Make you work. Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is the slave of sin. Look at this, look at verse 35. He says, the slave does not remain in the house forever. He says, the son does remain forever. See, we've got to switch over from being slaves to being sons. And I'm going to tell you this. It takes, you can't give away what you don't have. But how many of y'all know Jesus had something to give away? Because how many of y'all know Jesus came to understand what it meant to be a son? See, Jesus was able to give away something because he had something. He says the son remains forever, but the slave doesn't remain in the house forever. But God doesn't want you to be a slave anymore. If you look at Christianity as being a slave, I'm enslaved to these rules. I'm enslaved to this lifestyle. I'm enslaved to having to do these things. That's how some people begin to look at it. Well, a slave is one that's not going to remain in the house. Amen. In other words, you're not going to be able to continue to go forward. You're not going to be able to make it. Amen. 
You've got to turn from a slave and become a son, amen, or a daughter. See, Jesus had something that he was able to give away, amen. The slave is not a permanent part of the family. See, you've got to see yourself as a son or a daughter. A son or a daughter is a son or a daughter forever. A son and daughter is a son, a part of the family forever. A slave is not going to be a part of the family forever. You've got to begin to shift your thinking and shift your mindset and go from a slave mentality and move, amen, into sonship and daughtership in your life. And you've got to let God remove you, amen, from being a slave to sin. To being a son and a child of God. And these Jewish people, they were descendants of Abraham's, but they were still slaves. They were God's chosen people. Amen. But they were still slaves. They were still in bondage. And they needed Jesus desperately, and they didn't even know it. In fact, they saw Jesus as a threat. To a point to where they wanted to come against him. If you look and continue reading in the scripture right there. Can you put it back up? Next verse. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. Keep going. I know that you are Abraham's descendants. Yet you seek to kill me because my words has no place in you. I know that you go to the next verse. I speak the things which I have seen with my father. Amen. See, the son had seen it with the father. He says, therefore, you also do the things which you heard from your father. And when you're a slave to sin... Amen. You're not, a, you're not able to be a son or a daughter. And it's going to run you right up out of the house of God. Somebody say God is good. But there's one that wants to set you free. See, we've got to shift. We don't do this because we have to. We do this because we get to. We get to because we're sons of the most high God. Because we're children of the king. And we get to serve in his kingdom. And we get to be a part of something great. And we know we're loved greatly. And we know, amen, that he desires us. And we have a place here, amen. Because we're a part of a family, amen. And it's going to be a family forever, praise the Lord, amen. But he's basically telling them right here. He says, I've heard what I've I've shared with you what I've heard from my father. And you do the things that you heard from your father. Speaking about the devil. Because how many of y'all know if we're slave to sin. Amen. We're letting the devil be our daddy. But 
But he says, I want to set you free. You know, I want you to know this for a second, amen. Jesus tells us that he is the son. And he has the power to make men truly free. But they rejected the power. He re they rejected the one that had the ability to make them free. And when we reject Christ in our life, amen, we're rejecting the one that can set us free. And we become an enemy of God. I want you to know you can be a person that's locked away in a prison and still be free in the name of Jesus. Can I get an amen? A person can live in an, in an atheistic world, a godless society, and still be free in Jesus Christ. Amen. He has the power to make men truly free. And as we celebrate the freedom as Americans, I want to talk about the freedom enjoyed by the Christian. If you have the slave mentality... You're going to respond like a slave. In these verses, we begin to see some facts about what it means to be free indeed. So I was wanted to talk to you today about being free indeed. But we've got to look at the source of our freedom. See, this is one reason why the enemy, who has worked so hard to come against us with lies, he is the father of lies. That's his native tongue. The truth is not in him. The truth is not in him. And he comes against the Christian with lies. And one of the lies he comes against is whether you're a son or a daughter or not. But you've got to understand who you are in Christ and what your identity is and what you have access to. And you've got to understand the source of our freedom. Because Jesus says that the source of, spirit, of spiritual, our freedom, this is what he says in verse 32. If you'll put it up there. He says the source of our freedom is knowing the truth. In other words, he's saying the truth is the source of your freedom. Lies put you in bondage. Truth sets you free. But the only way you're going to be able to combat lives and slavery is through truth. So in other words, he's saying, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And when we begin to grab a hold of the truth in our life, the truth of the word of God the truth about who we are in Christ. And we have it deep down inside of us. Amen. 
We've got it inside of us so much, amen, that when the lies of the enemy come forth, amen, the truth of the word of God comes up, amen, and rises up against it, amen. As soon as the devil tells us something, amen, amen, the truth comes, begins to come up. He's saying it's the truth that will set you free. And he says, I am the truth. I am the one that will set you free. And how many of y'all know they couldn't stand the truth? You know, this word refers to that which is true in respect to God and the execution of his purposes in Jesus Christ. In other words, the true Jesus refers to is the whole truth regarding who he is and what he did for sinners. It refers to the whole truth about Jesus Christ. They rejected Jesus. They were rejecting the truth. They were rejecting the very thing that would set them free, that would liberate them. And they said, we're not in bondage. We've never been in bondage to nothing. And right there, they don't even know it, amen. But they're enslaved, amen, just as much or worse than anybody across this whole earth. But they sit there and think, amen, that they're okay. Why? Because they're descendants of, amen, of David. And I'm here to tell you today, amen, you as Christians, unless you begin to let the truth of the word of God in your life, amen, and access into your heart, in your mind, in your life, amen. You can find yourself in bondage too. How many of y'all ever been dealing with something? You get a little twisted. And then the word of God is either ministered or read. And it speaks to your spirit. And it blinds everything up. And it begins to liberate you right there. Begins to set you free right there. Somebody say, We need the truth. The truth about Jesus is seen all around us. I'm going to share a scripture with you in Romans chapter 1 and 18. It says, For The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. I'm going to repeat that part. Because that which is known about God is evident or manifest within them. For God made it evident for them. Next verse. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so that they are without excuse. God's begin to reveal himself, amen, all across this whole planet. Somebody say there's no excuse. 
Go to the next verse. For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks. But they became futile in their speculations. Somebody say speculations. And their foolish heart was darkened. See, it was only the truth that would have begun to break down that speculation. Amen. It's only the truth that would have, amen, done away with the foolishness that was in their heart. And that foolishness in their heart, amen, began to darken their heart, amen, and turn them away from the very thing that would set them free in their lives. And I'm going to tell you today, that's the very thing that happens when we play around with sin. If we're playing around in sin, we become slaves to it. And we become in bondage again. And we're making Satan our daddy. Somebody say, not me. And Jesus is telling them, look, I'm trying to help you. You're a slave and you don't even know it. But God wants you to become a son. God wants you to become a daughter. 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 3. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. Romans 4 and 25, who has delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification? See, the truth about Jesus is found on every page of the word of God. Amen. Somebody say, search the scriptures. For in them you have eternal life. See, the truth about Jesus is revealed to the sinner by the Holy Spirit as he opens the eyes of the blind and guides them to the light. But I'm going to tell you the source of our freedom is found in Jesus Christ alone. You don't have to be in bondage anymore. You don't have to walk around bound anymore. The truth will set you free. And Jesus is the truth. He doesn't want his children walking around in bondage. The devil wants to do whatever he can to keep you in bondage. He wants to do whatever he can to keep you Thinking that you're a slave. But Jesus wants you to know you're not a slave any longer. He says, I came to set the captives free. I came to destroy the works of the devil. I came to bring you from slave 
to sonship. And who the son sets free is free indeed. But you got to know who you are in Christ. And you got to know what the Bible says about who you are in Christ. And what the Bible says about what Jesus has done for you. And you've got to begin to combat the lies of the enemy with the truth of the word of God. The Bible says, amen, that the God of this world, talking about Satan, has blinded the eyes of the unbelievers. But Jesus comes to bring sight to the blind. He comes to bring sight to the blind. Once I was blind, but now I can see. And the word of God is what's going to let you begin to see. When the truth shows up. And the truth's name is Jesus Christ. When the truth shows up. All the lies of the enemy go away. All it takes, amen, is one encounter with the truth. All it takes, amen, is one touch from the truth. All it takes, amen, is the truth to come into your life and to set you free forever. God hasn't called you to walk around in bondage. God hasn't called you to walk around in slavery. God hasn't called you to walk around struggling. God hasn't called you to walk around, amen, bound up, amen, and tormented, amen, and did all this. He hasn't called you to do that. He's called you to walk around free, amen, in the power of the Holy Ghost, amen, with the truth of the word of God in your life, amen, standing up and rising up a standard against the enemy, amen, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, amen. He says that you, amen, are the victor, not the victim, amen. He says you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. And he says you're a child of God. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. And he hasn't called you to be bound by any sin. The power to overcome sin. The sin issue, the slave issue has been dealt with at the cross of Calvary. Sin shouldn't be ruling your life anymore. Look at verse 36. Jesus is the source. The truth is the source. We got to be lovers of the truth. Does the truth make you mad and push you away, or does the truth put you closer? Sometimes the truth hurts, doesn't it? Especially when it tells you about yourself. If you don't have the presence of the Lord and you don't realize that you're a son or a daughter of God, when the truth comes, it's going gonna, it's gonna to upset you. You're going to resist it. 
You're going to have hatred towards it. But Jesus says when he makes a person free, they'll be free indeed. We need to have some people walking around here free today. When you feel like that bondage is trying to creep back up on you, you need to press in. You need to go get in your word. You need to listen to some preaching. You need to get in the prayer closet. You need to get up under the anointing of God. You need to surround yourself with some men and women of God that are walking in the power of the Holy Ghost, in the anointing of God, in the truth of God. When you feel that bondage creeping up on you like that, and it'll try to creep up on you, amen. When you feel them lies of the enemy trying to come in, you got to get in your word, amen. You can't just sit around letting the devil just have a heyday with you. Jesus said, I worked way too hard for you to be walking around as a Christian in bondage. A Christian in bondage is an oxymoron. It doesn't even make sense. It's contrary to the word of God. God has not done everything that he has done so that we can walk around in bondage. So we can walk around falling for every little thing. Amen. Every lie of the enemy. Praise the Lord. But how many of you know so many of us do? Oh, just, just take a little bit of that stuff. It ain't going to be bad. You'll be all right. The devil's trying to put you in bondage again. I've been set free and delivered for over 12 years. Amen. Come on, you can clap if you want. And how I many I know I go back and put that slavery back on me and I put that trash in my system. Hello. If I yoke up with the devil, I'm going to find myself right back in a place of Wondering how I got there. Somebody say, God is good. But who the sun sets free is free indeed. He's talking about the scope of our freedom. You know, free comes from a word that means to set at liberty. In other words, it's a picture of someone liberating a slave from bondage. Just picture that for me. Picture a slave and picture him being liberated from bondage into freedom. That's what he means with that word free. We were all in bondage to sin. Even the Jews, even the religious leaders. Even the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Because everybody's born in sin and shaping in iniquity. Amen. Everybody's born with that Adam-like nature. With that sin nature. 
Everybody's born into that bondage and that slavery that Satan put on them, amen, in the Garden of Eden, amen, when that serpent came and deceived Adam and Eve to eat of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, amen. And ever since then, everybody has been born in, in sin and born in slavery, bound by Satan, amen, children of wrath, amen. But Jesus says, I came to set you free, amen, today. And when I've set you free, you're going to be free indeed. And you're going to walk in that freedom, amen. Somebody say, God is good. And the second word translated free refers to one who is free born. In other words, Jesus is saying that the freedom he gives us is when he saves us. And it's so complete that it's as if we were never slaves to begin with. Come on, somebody needs to get excited right there. I don't know about you, but when I live my life, I, I feel like I'm, you know, I, I come from a, a, a lifestyle of addiction and bondage to drugs, alcohol, all kinds of stuff, crazy, lust, everything. But the life that I live today it's as if I ain't never, ever been a drug addict in my life. It's like I haven't ever, ever been a wino in my life. It's like I haven't ever been one that was addicted to lust in my life. Amen. It's like I was one, amen, that had never been bound, amen, by lies and deceit. It's like one that had never been in bondage and never been slaved in my life. That's the type of lifestyle that I live today. That's how I walk and that's what Jesus is saying he'll do for you. He says when I set you free, it's going to be like you never ever were even in bondage. Like you were never even a child of the devil. Like you've been a child of God from day one. Amen. Because you're going to be born again. Amen. You're going to have a new birth. You're going to be a child of the king. You're going to walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. You're going to walk in freedom. I don't know about you, but I don't feel like I've ever been enslaved to nothing. Come on. I don't have that kind of bondage in my life. Because I received the freedom that Jesus had. I came in agreement with the truth. And let it continue to manifest in my life. Somebody say, God is good. You know, I want you to take a moment and think about some areas where we've been liberated. See, Jesus, the liberty that Jesus gives us is so complete that it blots out our past. And it makes us absolutely and eternally free. He says, your sins are as far as the east is from the west. He says, they're in a sea of forgetfulness. You got a clean slate. Psh. So why are you still thinking like a slave? And why are you still living like a slave? He says, I've already done the work. I've already paid the price. Are you all with me today? 
You know, there's a few things we've been delivered from. We've been delivered from the wrath of God. Can I get an amen? amen. We've been delivered from condemnation. He says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. We've been delivered from death and hell. Come on now. Some of us were living in hell on earth. Some of us were dead as a doorknob. Looked like the walking dead. Hello. But we've even been delivered from eternal death and eternal damnation in hell, in the devil's hell. We've been delivered from the power of sin. We've been delivered from the power of Satan. But the deliverance that we enjoy in Jesus is complete and it's full. Somebody say it's full. So the, the freedom, the source of our freedom is in Jesus Christ alone. And the scope of our freedom is absolute, it's complete, it's eternal. And that brings you to my third point, my last point. The sacrifice for our freedom. You know, the freedom that we enjoy as Americans wasn't cheap. We enjoy our freedoms as Americans because... Over one million brave soldiers paid for our freedom with their blood. You know, consider those who signed the Declaration of Independence. Just to give you a little history, there was five signers who were captured by the British as traitors and tortured before they died. Twelve had their homes ransacked and burned. Two lost their sons in the Revolutionary War, and another two had sons captured. So nine of the 56 fought and died for, from wounds or the hardship of the Revolutionary War. You say, well, what kind of men were they? 24 were lawyers and jurists. 11 were merchants, nine were far farmers and large plantation owners and men of means, well-educated. But they signed the Declaration of Independence knowing full well that the penalty would be death if they were captured. They signed and they pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor because they believed in that freedom. They stood for that freedom. The Declaration of Independence, Independence Day, July 4th. There was sacrifice, amen. So in other words, our freedom as Americans, it was purchased at a very high cost. And we should be thankful for it. And we should be willing to die to protect it. But while the price for our nation freedom was costly and bloody, it doesn't even have even comparison to the cost of our spiritual freedom. The cost of our spiritual freedom was the death of the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary over 2,000 years ago on that hill of Golgotha. Amen. When he laid down his life, it was there that he gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Amen. It was there that he became the propitiation for our sins and not only for ours. Amen. But for also the whole sins of the world. It was there that he was wounded for our transgressions and that he was bruised for our iniquities. Amen. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, the Bible says that we are healed. It was there that the Lord laid on him the iniquity of all of us, the Bible says. 
all the iniquity, all the sins of the world was laid upon Jesus that day. And you say, well, why did he do it? Well, the answer is simple. It's because he loves us. Just like those men and those families that signed the Declaration of Independence. They loved their country. Jesus loved his people. He loves his people. I want you to know this as the worship team comes forward. You need to remember that in Jesus, the Christ, slaves are made free. Slaves are made free men and free women. You were slaves to sin. But now you're slaves to righteousness. You were slaves, but now you're sons and daughters. In Jesus Christ, the bondage of sin is forever broken. You have access for the bondage of sin to be forever broken. That's why we believe. That's why we do what we do. It's the real deal. I promise you, I've tried a lot of other things. That's why when we put on that flyer or on that shirt and we say, Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. Because Jesus is the one that will take a slave and will set them free forever. You won't ever have to go back to that lifestyle. You won't ever have to be that old man again. You won't ever have to be that slave no more. It's going to be to a point where you won't even remember being that slave anymore. That's why Jesus is the answer to this world's problems. That's why Jesus is the answer to the drug addict. That's why Jesus is the answer to the prostitute. That's why Jesus is the answer to the alcoholic. That's why Jesus is the answer to the brokenhearted. That's why Jesus is the answer to the depressed. That's why Jesus is the answer to the afflicted. That's why Jesus is the answer. Amen. Because Jesus, the Christ, broke the bondage of sin forever. And he says, it's to the point where the flames of hell are quenched. Look, I want you to know this, amen, as we get ready to close. In Jesus Christ, there is a life and it's a life of liberty. In America, they say a life, amen, of liberty in pursuit of happiness. But in Christ, there's a life of liberty in the pursuit of godliness. Could you imagine if you were Jesus and 
You did the very thing to set everybody free and they still walked around in bondage. You went and paid the price through your life by laying down your life, amen, by being crucified on that cross and you did everything necessary for your people because you loved them in order for, you, for them to be free. And they still walked around in bondage. Could you imagine how he feels? Could you imagine if those men, amen, and those folks that signed that Declaration of Independence, amen, if they did all that and they laid down their lives and gave up everything they had, amen, so that America could go back into bondage again? Could you imagine that? Jesus hasn't called you to be in bondage. He paid the price on the cross of Calvary. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. You just have to walk in that freedom. You have to walk in that deliverance. You have to walk in that liberty. And you have to pursue godliness. Jesus is the answer. Jesus wants you to be free indeed. He didn't do all that work for nothing. My question to you today is, has Jesus made you free? If not, I want to tell you, he wants to make you free. He wants to make you free. I'm going to ask for a couple of prayer warriors to come up here. Chantel, another one of you ladies. I don't know whoever wants to. Y'all come up here. Some, can I get a man? Where did Adam go? Or is there, your Adam's behind me, praise God. <laughs> Snuck in behind me. Ken, whoever's got some Holy Ghost prayer going. Oh, yes, Lord. Has Jesus made you free? He wants you to be free. He wants you to be free indeed. Look, if he can set me free, he can set you free. He's no prospector of persons, amen. If he can set me free, he can set you free. If he can take the taste out of my mouth, he can take the taste out of your mouth. If he can take the desire for sin out of my heart, he can take it out of your heart. You just got to come in agreement with the truth, amen, and let the truth set you free, amen, and receive your deliverance tonight. There's no reason to walk around in bondage. There's no reason, amen. The price has been paid. He says on the cross, it is finished. It is finished. It's done away with. The sin problem is done away with, amen. All you have to do is be in Christ Jesus. Stay connected to the vine and walk in your liberty and walk in your freedom just like an American, amen. You just got to walk it out, amen. Enjoy the freedom. Receive the freedom. Could you imagine coming over from another country into America and then you keep practicing your, 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 your ways over there that are in bondage? No, people come here because they want to be free. Come on, stand to your feet.
He paid the price. But the question is, is would you like to be free? I remember when Jesus asked that man that had been, he had been crippled for years, over 30 years, and he asked him, do you want to, do you want to be well? Do you want to be free? Well, if you do, you, you need to come to Jesus. Tonight, you need to come to Jesus. I mean, he's not going to turn you away. You know, or maybe have you experienced this freedom in the past, but have you now allowed yourself to become overcome by sin? Well, you need to come to Jesus tonight. Jesus is going to make you free. He's going to make you free. Amen. He's going to make you free. Tonight, Jesus is going to make you free. Jesus is going to make you free tonight. 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 Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, you're worthy, Jesus, Lord God.
is leading. You are the voice inside. You are my love. No one before you. All that I am. Promise to you.
God is here. He wants to set you free.